0: Hi, I'm Margie. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to God in the Real World. Avatar, may her Baba keep J.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of God in the Real World. Um, i'm michelle and i'm joined by my ever fabulous co-host margie margie say hi to the people hi (laughs) Um, and we are very excited we are going to be continuing our perceptions of disconnection series um and we have some very special guests um so margie i will turn it over to you to introduce our guests
0: okay well our guests are legendary in the baba world in (laughs) fact When I finally met them in person, because they're very much a part of the Zoom community, I said to them, I said, what is it like to walk into every room and know that you are absolutely loved? And Mm. so we are introducing Diane and Terry of Venice Beach, California of the LA Baba (laughs) Group. You guys want to say hi?
2: Hi, it's Terry. (laughs) Hi, it's Diane.
0: Well, we're so excited that you guys are here to talk about... The intergenerational divide and sort of your opinions and the reason that michelle and i wanted you on here so both of you plural on here so badly is because you connect with the young people so beautifully and because you create such a warm space i think that you really are a blueprint of what the baba community could use more of which is just personal connection to each other but before we get into that conversation, I, Michelle and I both want to give you an opportunity to share, number one, your favorite Baba quote each, and then to tell just a little bit about how you came to Baba and that story. So I'm going to turn it over to you, and each of you give me a Baba quote, and then collectively tell your little Baba coming to Baba story.
2: Okay, so the Baba quotes like that we just got sent for uh, Silence Day?
0: No, like you're... you're the oh. the baba quotes that you are your favorite that you love the most
1: or the one you got sent whatever yeah, yeah. The, one the one
3: i got sent i like it took me a while to get it but i like it <laughs> That's um, all the best quotes do yep yeah, um i'm terry again and um my coming to baba was through a friend of ours it was about a dozen years ago and um, a friend of mine whose child went to school with our child, preschool, we had some kind of spirit connection, and we became like sisters to each other. And this woman is Sepi and Hope, and she lives um, in England now, and that's where she's from originally. And at some point, they decided to move back to England to help Sepi's parents kind of go to Baba. And they came back for a visit, and they were in our house. And Sepi handed me a stack of Baba pictures and said, "Choose one you like." Well, you know, we always we found Sepi found Baba went she went back to England, and we would always say Seppi with her Baba, but it wasn't our Baba. It was her mm-hmm. Baba. And mm-hmm. we had we were um we're lesbians and we were feminists and we were with the goddess and we were. Very happy, we thought, with that. <laughs> Until I picked that little picture, you guys. And I picked one of Baba staring right at me. But what really brought me in wasn't Baba. It was the leaves and flowers around him. Mm. And it went on the dining room table, and it sat there for a bit. And all of a sudden, it wanted a frame. Now, I have a lot of frame things in my house, but mostly they're of family and women. Mm. And this... Picture wanted a frame, and I went to the store and I bought the frame and I put him in it. And now you look around my house, and all you
2: see are (laughs) goddesses,
3: family, and now a man on my dining room table. (laughs) So I thought I'd better go on the computer and figure out who this man was.
1: And as I
3: started reading, he started taking my heart. And the more I read, the more of my heart I gave to him, or he gave to me. I'm not sure which way it goes. And I started reading everything, Baba, and collecting books. And one night I went to sleep. And by the way, I at the time, I was married to a very liberal, political woman who was always listening to the news and reading stuff and kind of pissed off at their computer <laughs> because they didn't like what they were hearing.
0: Oh, this and, wasn't Diane, um, was it? she's
3: only had one wife we went to bed one night and one morning I sat up in bed and I went we have to go to India and I said (laughs) I have to go to India I'm taking it back and Diane said really
2: no I didn't say that what did you say I said oh shit
3: (laughs) (laughs) and what got planned was that we would um we Baba guided us because we obviously we ended up going to to India. Diane went as my witness versus my companion. And um, we went to places in India and just kind of did a little bit of, um, you know, Hmm. touristy things and then ended up at the center. And now you've heard how I came to Baba. Now
2: you'll hear Diane. So, I am, I, I'm the person, she's talking about the lefty liberal who was <laughs> tied at the hip with Rachel Maddow, et cetera. And I would say to her, well, if we go to India at this place for six days and they don't have any programs or any schedules or anything, what do you do? And there's no wireless. Mm. She said, the worst that will happen is we'll read to each other and walk around and hold hands. Aww. And when we got there, Um, I'm going to do the fast version, but um, we would go to the Samadhi first thing in the morning and then in the afternoon. And the second day we were there at lunchtime, somebody walked by with their tray and said, hi, I saw you down at the Samadhi and kept walking. And I Mm. looked at Terry with a weird look. And about 10 minutes later, the same thing happened with somebody else. Mm. When the third person walked by and said, hi, I saw you down at the Samadhi, I said, what does that mean? <laughs> because as you know, there's like a hundred people at the Samadhi. Well, I was just in line. We're actually, I'm going to interject something that this
3: was like the day after Bubba's birthday. So there were a lot of people at the Samadhi. Yeah.
2: Wow. So when I asked the woman, what does that mean? She said, you're glowing. Mm. And I got up and I walked out of the lunch area to a mirror, and I was glowing mm. and I was besides being political, I was an agnostic at best because I thought you know I can't prove it one way or the other yeah, so for me to have my heart taken like this, and I was a slow burn uh I don't read like Terry does I'm more an emotional Baba person. I like hearing stories and the singing and the poetry is what takes me out of my brain that takes up way too much. My thinking takes up way too much real estate in my being. And I'm the one that when we came back to LA would go down to the LA center because I kept wanting to have a connection. And we met lots of people, but didn't necessarily connect so strongly until probably about 2015 when some younger people started coming. And uh, I will defer to why I reacted when we get to that section. <laughs> but uh, so I'll, uh, I, I'm staying within the schedule. But um, <laughs> God, I just lost my chain of thought. Um, and it's Young important. people coming. Uh, Right. Oh, but it wasn't, it, thank you. It wasn't until <laughs> COVID hit and we heard about Baba Zoom mm. and we started with it in September of 2020 and it changed my life. It mm. totally changed my life. I was working remotely. So I would have, I Baba woke me up every morning at six in the morning, whether I wanted to or not to listen to RT. Mm-hmm. and I listened to it in the morning and at night, and sometimes go on camera and sometimes not. But I started making connections with people from yeah. all over the world that were so authentic and so meaningful. I said it was kind of like the cross section between where spirituality and psychology meet. And mm-hmm. it, was, it just opened my heart in a way that I've never, ever had happen. Mm-hmm. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it.
1: <laughs> wow, so beautiful. I love that
0: you know I have to highlight something that um, really drew me to both of you guys it was something that Diane said so I I, I got connected to Diane and Terry through Baba BabaZoom um, and then Michelle and I were the guest speakers at the LA Sahavas last yeah. year which connected us even more etc but um, you know Diane I, I heard you tell this story of you know kind of coming to Baba and I remember how deeply it imprinted on my on my consciousness when you were talking about watching Terry um, fall in love with Baba, and you said, I knew the importance of bearing witness to my partner's spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And there was this, this part of me that really understood an aspect of you that you don't have to agree with something to want to understand it, which I really think for so many young people it's kind of a fear is like that old people won't understand what we're going through. And so there's a fear of connecting. And even though you're totally oblivious to that statement, it immediately gave me an affinity towards you because I was like, Oh wow. Like she's open. And then Terry, Terry is like a, a mama bear, like a wide open (laughs) mama bear. And then also I was just staying with Diane and Terry. Michelle, I don't think I shared this with you, but I was just staying with them over the LA Sahavas. They put me up at their beautiful place in Venice Beach. <laughs> and we had breakfast every morning. Diane cooked, you know, Terry entertained. It was beautiful. But Terry said something. We were talking about this sort of intergenerational topic because Valeria was staying there as well. Um, and Terry said, My daughter, or, you know, my child has taught me more than anyone else. And when, when you said that, Terry, it, it, it just got imprinted in my head why young people are so drawn to you, both of you. Mm-hmm. Because we yeah. feel so valued and then I know there's a draw for me to connect with you now because you take a personal interest in what we have to bring you. And so I guess really, I think the motivation for Michelle and I to bring you on here is to hear how you got to that place
3: so I'm going to share something that um, was very important to me. We um, we would go to the center here in Los Angeles, and there's a segment of the center that's Persian, and they would speak that way to each other, and we didn't understand. And so we would always smile, hug, J. Baba, but we didn't really have more than that. And then there were older folks, older than us, but people that had been with the and had some that even had been with Baba. And um, we we were on it to meet them, but we really didn't get who they were because we were kind of new to Baba. Hmm. So it was almost yes. after some of them departed and went to Baba that we found out how much ri- richness they had inside of them that we never got a hold of.
2: Hmm.
3: So what happened is when we came to, um, to Zoom, one night one of these men were on our Zoom call and I adored him because his name was Fred Stankis, because he sang under Bubba's Tree in Ohio this song Mind Mind Stupid Mind. mind and he did <laughs> such theatrics. It was so amazing that it's something you would never ever forget,
2: ever. Bougie used to request that he sing it. And
3: every time mm. he did a, um, a radio show, or no, actually it was uh, televised. Yeah. He did a show it's video. The yeah. On the, And so um, he always had to sing that song whenever Bougie was a guest. Oh. And um, so we're now we're talking on Zoom. And I said, you know, Fred, I never knew all this stuff about you, all these stories. I mean, It was unbelievable what he knew and how many stories he had. And he said, you know, I used to look at you as one of the young kids. And I thought that you would have no interest in me.
2: Mm. Wow.
3: And I I said, Fred, you have so much to share. I have so much interest with you. It's unreal. And we became such wonderful pals. He's recently um, gone to Baba, but the richness of him will stay with me forever and I think it's truly the link that we're looking for he left us with the link it doesn't matter what your age is it's how new you are to Baba how much other people have to share the stories we need to open and let them in so that we have as much education as we can get while the older folks are still here And then we get to be the leaders of this community. Mm -hmm. Now, I won't be a leader as long as you guys will be because I'm older than you guys, you know, but the reality is, is that all this information is really for us to share. And that's really what Bubba wants, I believe. Mm -hmm. And if we do that, there'll be no age limit. It's just going to be Bubba lovers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you, you know, I think that we consider ourselves young Baba lovers because we've only been here a decade. So, when we were told that we couldn't attend the <laughs> LA um, Youth Discourse, <laughs> we, were, we were like shocked. We just could not believe it.
3: We
1: like, how mean
3: too old. We haven't read the discourses yet. Why can't we read them too? <laughs> and we get it now and I understand. Yeah. But at the time my feelings were hurt because I thought, wow, don't you want to educate me too in a safe setting with you know with beautiful people? I didn't see that the youth that that was was a division. I didn't get it. And I, and I guess because I, we have a child that is such a big part of our life and that I shared with you and I can share with this group that they came to educate me. And I think all kids come to educate their parents, whether their parents are open to it, whether they're ready or they've done enough work with themselves that they can, that they can be there with an open brain and an open heart to listen with these. These children are sent to us by Baba. They come with so much information. And we just have to take it in. And um, I think a lot of parents don't don't necessarily do that. They think they should do all the teaching because Mm. they're older. And that's maybe what's happening in the community. And I think, again, that we, age shouldn't be the boundary. It should be the human Mm. and the heart and the bubber in the heart.
2: Go daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, so many things to say about that. Um, I want to go back to what the way you you introduced us, and, and when you said what you said back at the center at Christmas time, Margie, you just mm-hmm. blew us away because we just go through the world trying to keep our hearts as open as we can, and um, like I said, I think we identify more as young Baba lovers more than anything else it's just that our bodies are chronologically a lot older than most of you but i think you've probably been a baba lover longer than us margie and michelle so um we have a lot to learn from you so i don't see your age in that i Mm. do i do also have like some fomo when i talk with older people who got to spend time with the mandalay and I've actually kind of felt that it, if you got to spend time with the Mandalay it's almost your duty to share your story, mm-hmm. just in the way it was the Mandalay's duty to share their story and Baba's story. I'm a big believer in folklore and how it's handed down. And we were talking about how there used to just be God Speaks and the Discourses, and now there's a whole bookstore, you know, and um, lots of books bookstores with lots of baba books so lots of people will have access to hearing people's experience but everybody's experience is different and that's what drew me to baba was it's not a religion there's no shoulds needs uh have tos and just as simple as love me and repeat my name and keep your heart open and see baba in everyone that you meet which is a big Mount Everest climb for me, especially if um, somebody cuts me off in LA traffic or <laughs> or is rude or what, whatever, or I'm rude, um, yeah. because I, I have been that person as well. And so I just, it, it broke my heart when I heard some of the stories about how people, young you youngins, if you will, felt insulted and discarded by older people and i think that's a naivete a lack of emotional intelligence on their part of how to communicate and um i so i think you know they throw out something and it pings you triggers you and then you shut down or you ping them back Hmm. for very good reason the dance the bad dance starts And I would love to have opportunities. I know, Margie, you started the um, late night uh, with Peter and yourself on Thursdays. And I know it's late for, uh, uh, for Thursday night for East Coast people, but it would be so wonderful lately. And pretty much from the beginning, it's really been the older chronological people who have been showing up. It would be such a wonderful environment because it's a conversation that we can control um, and talk to each mm. other and hear what you need, what you don't need, what makes you feel counted, what makes you feel discounted. I love that. I, As you guys
1: are, as you're talking, what one of the things that I'm thinking about is this idea of like older, younger generation that's like both by age but even as you're talking about in terms of like how long you've been in the baba community right too um which i think is is really interesting when you think about like there's different levels to this like it's not just it's not just age right it's not just there's other like factors at play and i hadn't thought of that before i don't really know where to go with that but that's just something i was pulling out of what you were saying and the and the how are we all growing in community, rec- recognizing our different ages and our different needs, um, but also recognizing that we're all also in different learning places with, with Baba right. too.
2: And then there's, there's with older and younger people, did you grow up in a Baba family? How did you get to Baba? Yeah. Um, I've talked with people from Baba families who felt that their family told them how to love Baba and that a lot of times... That's what happens with when they speak with older people. They're told how to conduct their faith. And mm. so it shuts them down. So they want, I mean, you guys have a youth Sahabas, a young adult Sahabas. What fun, I wish I had that. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: You know, Michelle has this dream of uh, creating a young at heart Sahabas, which is an event Put on by the young people for the older generation kind mm-hmm. of I mean Michelle maybe I'm speaking for you here but really as like this healing event where the young people feel like they have the authority to not not boss the the older generation around but basically create <laughs> the space
1: I think I said to be in
2: service but, but also, <laughs> uh,
1: but that is
3: service connecting the two communities it's beautiful service
2: and, and then yeah. also when we get together, like at the center or at our various centers, to have events that speak to all the different ages, if possible.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a big thing, too. Like, um, and it's interesting, like because part of what I think a lot of people enjoy, like, take for example, like the Mayor Center in, in River Beach, like, enjoys that there's not really programming. Like, there's not really a lot, right? It's very simple. Um, that's a beautiful thing and I think for a lot of people that can be difficult too you know that wanting and and the programming that is there tends to skew towards an older crowd right mm-hmm.
2: um
1: but I feel like places like like I feel like what I hear of the Baba community in LA and in other places like there's a lot when you're not kind of rooted to the center right as like your place to go mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of creativity and movement that happens Um, And what I think is interesting is I do feel like there's little silos that can happen with it, Um, and so how do we bring each other together? So I always have had this idea of like I, yeah, like calling it a young at heart Sahavas, but it's that the people who have been in service at like a youth Sahavas who know how to kind of run a Sahavas in that way are in service to um, and kind of run a Sahavas for like. Older generations and try and like mix and match, and how does that feel? Um, mm-hmm. Which I feel like then it just becomes at some point we're just all gathering together. And it's still, I still see value in having like age specific things because I do think one of the things that's nice for us as younger people is like sometimes it's just nice to have those spaces of people who are going through similar things in life, you know, who are going right. through you know, what is it like to date in the Baba world? What is it like to, you know, be young parents and things like that? And I, I, I would imagine that similarly, you know, in older generations too, like, what is it like to consider aging and Baba? You know, what is it like when you, when friends, you know, are going, going to Baba? And how do you process that in, in his love? And so, um, and, you know, how do you continue to find joy as your body changes at any age? Um, so I do feel like there's need for those like age affinity spaces but also you know like I, I'm with you like how do we bring people together and whether I know that the late night chats we, we were chatting a little bit before we got on like are hard timing wise and what I will say speaking on a big hole for my generation which I don't know if I have the clout to do is I think people are really zoomed out I think people yeah. like you know are zoomed out and also like as we've gotten back to like post-pandemic life, it feels, I think it feels very expansive. And so how do we also find Baba in the expansion and keep him in the expansion?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, Well, I, I think that communication is, is probably the biggest part of everything. You know, Baba taught me a long time ago, even with Diane, if she says something to me that messes me up a little bit, Instead of walking away, i put my foot in the door, I said, and leave it open and go, honey, what did you mean by that? And usually what I heard and what she was trying to communicate to me was two very different things.
1: Yeah.
3: And there's a way in which if we did that, if someone in the older community said something to you that pushed a button or felt didn't feel well, and you said, what did you mean by that? And they were able to explain it to you and it sounded better. Or you were explaining to them why you were doing what you were doing. Maybe it would get resolved and no one would walk away from it pissed off. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah I love that. Definitely.
3: So I think that that's, you know, for me and Diane, that's really, and certainly with our kid, that's really how so much of life has been. We just kind of put a pin in it. That's the quote that they use now. <laughs> <clears throat> Put a pin in it and take a breath, and and look at it, and make sure there's no way that you can get clear without being without being tormented or pissed off mm. or walk away angry. Because the goal for all of us, whether we're emotionally evolved or not, is to be with Baba. Yeah.
2: And, mm. and the other thing is, I would like, I would hope, because I'm not in the politics of any centers. Or you know what's the behind the scenes, but to me it's imperative that the younger people start taking places on boards, because yeah. the baton has to be passed on. Yeah. And I remember the in 2020 um, at the New Year's sojabis, Michelle. I think that was when I first met you, and you yeah. took such a lead, and it was so impressive and so, oh my God, I was so excited and. Um, To me, I'm hoping that you guys are respected when it comes to the mayor center, when it comes to Mac. Um, I know there's a lot of politics from what I, again, all hearsay, but I'm hoping (laughs) that young people's voices are heard because the older ones are, you know, we age out. That's how, (laughs) that's what happens. And if we don't teach and hand the baton over you know what? What we've enjoyed, other people won't have the fruits of our labors.
3: And in the LA group, what's been so interesting? We were laughing before because when we went at the beginning, there were old people. Us again, we weren't young, but we were new to Baba, and um, and we didn't really have connection with anyone. We prayed to Baba. To send us young people, to send us some gay Uh people, to send us some other kinds of people than, you know, different colors, different backgrounds, all kinds of people. And slowly but surely, Baba has sent them to us. And slowly but surely, they're taking the reins at the LA Center. Yes, some older people still hold it. And and it it should should be that way. But, you know, we lost another member of the older community just the day before yesterday. And he did the garden. He did so much. It's just crazy. But at the same time, when we talked about it, we realized that there were young people who had begun to help him. And now they would become in control of this. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, being in L.A. um, last weekend for the Sahavas, I... You know, I grew up in Myrtle Beach and was heavily involved in Myrtle Beach, even somewhat in India. I wasn't as heavily involved in India, but I've I've been there so much that I've seen, you know, kind of what goes on. And I was completely floored at the L.A. Baba community in a positive way. I could not believe how much the older generation, and I really think that you guys are a big part of it, you know. It's so funny, Michelle, we were sitting at um, lunch one day and this Baba Lover sits down and Diane doesn't recognize this Baba Lover. And she goes, who are you? Like in like a very like rash kind of way. And uh, the, the Baba lady is like, oh, you know, I came to Baba like, you know, however long ago. And Diane goes, nope, I've never seen you here. Nope, <laughs> nope, I've been here 12 years. What's going on? And like, yeah, of course, it's like, I mean, it's funny. It's her way, but also... Those kind of conversations, like that woman is gonna remember that. And then they've created a connection. And mm-hmm. I was just in- I was just floored at the way that the older generation has really stepped back. And yeah. I mean, you know, you look at like Skylar and Vesta and Aaron and Sean are and also Michael Kane is a like, kind of a liaison. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Aaron and Sean said it very beautifully, but they basically were like, Michael speaks young people. And mm-hmm. I think all of the centers are in need of someone who is that sort of liaison and i I really do i don't think that you guys give yourself enough credit just from seeing the whole dynamic of the la center you are a huge part of that making that that sort of transition happen because i i truly feel that the la center is going to kind of be like this archetypal situation of how the other centers can step down because (laughs) the other centers especially india and myrtle beach and michelle you can probably speak more to this but there's a lot more territory, you know, it's a little bit, there's higher stakes, right? Because Baba, it was Baba's center, right? The LA center has a little bit more flexibility because it's just this organic Baba center that was created. And I really think that there is the need to let go. Like, you know, uh, Michelle, I don't know if I told you, but they, they painted the whole LA center because basically they asked the young people what they needed to feel more welcome there. And one of the young people was like, this looks like an old goodwill. Like, we need to make this, we, me- we need to make this look like a better space. And then they allowed the young people to paint the walls and to redecorate it so that it felt like they were invested in it. And then, you know, to your guys' point about the garden, right? Like, so this this Bob Lover passed away who did the garden, but when he was alive, the young people had their hands in the garden, and now it's going to be continued because there's investment into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone
3: loves it. That's what's so wonderful. And even if they just talk garden in common, it's wonderful. But they talk more than garden. I believe that the center now is my whole Baba family. I didn't feel that before. I knew we were all, you know, looking at Baba as our master or God or, you know, avatar, whatever you want to say. But I didn't have any connection hardly to the people themselves, to the community and what's really, really, really changed is now we're all hugging each other and we're all sharing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And we're all making sure that we have conversations before and after whatever the program is so that we really can connect and be there and know something about each other that's concrete and that's brought each other into each other's lives,
1: even outside the community. Yeah yeah wow no I I love that so much I feel like it's so what I do think is nice too and I do think is part of the continued growth of the Baba community is we will always have the homes that Baba established and those will always be places of pilgrimage and like deep spirituality and sacredness but I also do think the like organic centers that people have been building in their community is what's needed and I think especially for young people mm-hmm. like to be able to have the spaces and have programming and to be involved in it absolutely but just to know that they're there and that you know as like travel costs I feel like rise and things like that and life gets complicated it's nice to have a home base and mm-hmm. Like, I know for me in D.C., like, that's something that's always been a little difficult is, like, we don't have, there's not been a Baba group here that's met in years, um, but there actually are a lot of young people, and, you know, we try to get together, but it's hard, it's, it's, like, hard to grow that, you know, and, but I do think it is something that, you know, when I hear about other cities, I'm like, okay, like, I gotta make it happen somehow, but <laughs> we, we gotta make it happen here, too, um, but I do feel like, you know, for me at the the Mayor Center, I do feel like I've been, you know, especially with Sahavas, been able to step in and that's been really wonderful to get to work with like Buzz and Linda. Like part of what I love about Sahavas is I get to work with all different generations, Ooh. even though it's a youth <laughs> Sahaba's. And so getting to do that more and more. And I think that as, I think that as my, age group and like Margie's age group like continue to step up and show up I think it's it is being seen um and it takes time because there is a lot like as you were saying like it's it's kind of a big deal (laughs) you know like the 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 mayor center is a big deal things like that are like a big deal and so how do we continue to like make sure about like 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 I know I've learned a lot about like things I thought how we should absolutely do things and then I realize now well, wow, I'm so glad somebody said no to me, even though at the time I was really pissed that they said like, that wasn't a good idea because I'm like, oh, like I'm still learning and growing. And so I do think that's like, it's a balance like with all of this. And I think this is outside of just the Bible community, but how do we make space for each other and see each other for where we are and be able to like hear the differences of opinions and continue anyway?
2: Mm-hmm. So I have a programming idea. Oh, I'm ready for um, it. Let's hear it. The youth sahabas is coming up. Is it the youth or the young adults?
0: This is the youth sahabas. The young adult sahabas is something separate that happens. Is it October or November, Michelle?
2: Uh, In November. November. So youth is how old?
0: Uh, 14 to 18. It's high school.
2: I don't know if this is too young, but my idea was after the sahabas, if there were a few people that could be representatives that could come on late night, Mm. And talk about, you know, um, how they look at the intergenerational and how they would like to be looked at and how they look at older people. If they could have the microphone on your Thursday night, one night. I mean, I'm totally willing to do that. I
0: think it's, I'm glad you mentioned it because Michelle and I can kind of go into it. You know, Michelle, if you see somebody that you think would be a good idea, I can always reach out to them. Um, because I'm am to- always willing to have I love having guests on. It's but it's hard to get people. A lot of you know a lot of the young people actually do live on the East Coast. There are not as yeah. many young people on the West Coast, so it is hard to get people to come on at 10 p.m. Right. But I'm not against it, and I think it's a really good idea, and it's what's needed. Even this podcast is Michelle and I kind of recognizing that there is a need for healing in this area, yeah. right? And just by talking about it and you know getting people's opinions, even if it wasn't on the late night chat, but on this podcast. Of just like what, you know, part of the reason I wanted to have you guys on here so badly is because I feel you're already doing that healing work without really realizing it. And as I was, we had a little pre call just for podcast peeps, you know, that we touched in about what we were going to talk about. And I was realizing how hard this was going to be to get Diana Terry to verbalize the actions they take to connect with young people because it comes to them so naturally. Right. It's like, how do you just, if someone's walking, how do you have them explain how they're walking? It's just, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I really think that you two, meaning Diane and Terry, you guys need to see what you have as a skill and actually be able to like communicate to the older people, how, what you're doing, because I really think you guys are doing service by the way I felt connected to. So just, an update for everyone i stayed at their house with valeria who is one of the only Bob lovers in Italy. she um, is very connected to the cave and Assisi. beautiful beautiful woman but we were sitting at breakfast and me being the young person i was kind of thinking like oh my god what do i have to talk about like i just want to hear vale-, mostly valeria's story because it's so unique and she was the guest at the sahabas but at breakfast i i They were all, all three of them were directing their attention to me, the young person, and what my life was about and what I was doing and my relationship with Baba. And it brought me out of my shell. And then I built this personal connection with all three of them even more and wanted to hear their stories individually, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just that pattern of connecting with young people and yeah, making them. And I think Michelle and I can do it with the... Generation even younger than us,
2: mm-hmm. of
0: making them feel like their stories are so important, like, you know, mm-hmm. through outlets like the podcast or the late night chat.
3: You know, I, when you were saying this, I, I think about, you know, Diane and myself, and, you know, we had a, a, a vegan store together where we sold um, bags and cases that weren't made out of animal skins. We've done a lot of things in our life that have attracted both old people and young people, which is really interesting. And in my um, business of over 50 years, I clean teeth. I had every age. And to this day, you know, give me a baby, give me a kid, give me a teenager. I don't really care what you give me. You can give me an animal, you know? <laughs> I just, I, I love what exists on this planet. And I love that it's loving. And I want to get to know it all and be able to interact with it all. Because this is all what Bubba gave us. He didn't mm-hmm. just give us each other. He gave us the trees and the mountains and the oceans and all the living creatures and the plants. There's so much that he's given us that all of us, old, young, in between, we all have to look at this stuff and know that we're so blessed to see it not just with our eyes, but with Bubba's heart inside of us.
2: Mm.
3: It's just so divine. And it makes us, at least for me, I can speak from the eye. He's created my authenticity so purely that there's, there's nothing I have to put on anymore except maybe not use the F word, you know? (laughs) Other than that, I'm really who I am.
1: I love that. And I feel, I think that that, is such a gift that um, I think we there's like it's very it's much more unique than it might feel to you <laughs> like it's such a unique gift that like that being able to see and love across identity of like any way shape or form and I do feel like that is more and more what's needed in the in the community in the Baba community I think too like I think I think it's it's sometimes hard to remember that we're all individuals with personalities while we're also enmeshed in this like deep love for Mayor Baba and we're still humans with our human experience. Right. So it's important to be able to hold both when we're in relationship with each other that we're both these humans having this human experience and this appreci- finding the appreciation for each other in our uniqueness rather than the like seeing it as difference or not good enough you know or oh, you don't know enough about Baba or, oh, you're not doing this thing right, but actually just seeing and appreciating everybody for their uniqueness.
2: Yeah. You know, when we refer to our our child, it's a 31-year-old human being um, who is our child. And the one thing that I have learned from them so profoundly is their narrative is different and will continue to be different than my narrative even for the same exact stimuli at times. And I have to step back and let that happen because I don't know that it's going to happen for them the way it happened for me. I don't know if it's in their highest good. So I have to really step back and give room for them to breathe. And that's been a huge, huge lesson. It's not easy to do as a parent. But without question if we don't listen to the the people that came before us and come after us I, you know to me that that's what always comes naturally for me when i was in high school i was friends with all the different groups the nerds the the hippies the druggies i was i could go from group to group to group it, it i as long as you find a connection an authentic yeah. connection with people yeah you know, love that i love that
1: and i think that's like we already have in some ways a built-in connection (laughs) we're talking to each other the vava right and that's like the biggest connection some ways that you can have um as a person who's spiritual is a shared spiritual connection regardless if if it's you know some sort of you know organized religion or anything like that is it it can be a real like equalizer right like mm-hmm. I, I have this experience whenever I travel and I stay with Baba people even if I don't know them super well but I like you know knew that they lived there knew them enough to ask like it all feels very similar <laughs> in the best way um, mm-hmm. and I think that like calling us to more of that and seeing more of, I think focusing more on where we're similar rather than where we differ mm-hmm. um, which sounds so simplistic but it, and it's actually I think easier said than done in the mm-hmm. reality of the world. I you think know, bu- there should oh, be a law.
3: And the law should say in the bubble world, <laughs> you tell me how you came to Baba and I'll tell you how I came to baba mm. Because we have that in the gay community. Every you know one wants to share their coming up stories. But <laughs> if the old people and the young people shared how they came to Baba, truly came to Baba, not because their parents were Baba lovers, but mm. how they opened their heart to Baba. That right there gives us something tangible to hold on to and to connect yeah. with. I know these things aren't necessarily, what's the word I want to use? Like a program or, or a um, a chart of exactly how to do things. But I think it does open our minds a little bit, along with our hearts, to be more loving and kind and patient with each other. Because
2: that's what Bubba wants, I believe. You said don't. I have not come to precepts and that's true yeah and
3: he's taking the sinners and the saints so we're all
2: welcome
0: (laughs) yeah he takes them all and you know baba also said that his not just him but his work will continue through the internal links of his lovers and i think that if more people knew that was a baba quote it would help the baba community so much that we all do share one common thing, right? Even as different as the baba world can be, we have one thing in common. And that is love for Avatar Meher Baba and knowing that we are continuing his work by connecting to each other. Not oh, I don't like this person's personality or this person bothers me or this person has views I don't agree with, but viewing it more as this is what this is continuing what who, the the god that we loves work by doing this and really seeing it as a responsibility and a job, not just mm-hmm. something that, oh, this is a nice thing to do. And even further, you know, someone asked Erich how um, how we could keep Baba from being a religion. And Erich said if his lovers continue to get together in small groups and share their personal stories of mysticism and love, it will never be able to be turned into a religion. Right on. Yay. Yeah. So you guys are on (laughs) to (laughs) something.
2: Well, I have to tell you that your love for us and appreciation and your communicating how you feel and how we touch each other's hearts just expands us so much. I can't thank you enough. We are so
3: blessed to have you guys in our life. It just, it makes us cry. We really, we look at each other and we can't believe it. I mean, the young people we had before, other than our business youngsters, were Hana and Han's friends. And when Hanna moved to the East Coast, we still have them, but not in the same way as when they lived here. And so now we get to have this whole new place. And I'll be honest with you, I had more young love to give out, more than, my, more than our kid needed. I still <laughs> have plenty of it inside of me. And so I'm so grateful that I can give it to you all. It's like, it's such a gift.
0: Well, that makes me so happy because we adore you. And I think everybody, even just for people listening to the podcast and Michelle, you weren't here this past New Year's, but Diane and Terry came down to the center and you know how like all the young people kind of gather together over New Year's and Christmas. And so it was like all the young people, Matt Talbot, who is going to be the forever cap for what the young person yeah. is mm-hmm. like each year when they do the talent show or whatever it's just however old matt talbot is right. <laughs> what the cutoff age is but it's you know matt talbot and then diane and terry and there was no <laughs> sense of like oh we have to watch our mouths or we have to be careful what we're saying we could just be authentic <laughs> and free um
2: because we love you love it, it was just a, a time that we had
3: And that was our second time to Myrtle Beach and the first time we knew no one and it was still pretty amazing. But this time, oh my God, we had family. It was like, we learned so much and we could take so much more in. It was just an amazing experience.
2: And, you know, one of the things is that I can have a hard edge. I I say like I'm on a coffee table at the sharp edge and And Terry takes the emotional, spiritual sandpaper and helps, you know, smooth my edges so that I can see, see God in everyone I meet. Yeah.
1: Mm. I love that. And I feel, I feel just to add into this little love fest too, like just so deeply grateful. Like I think, I feel like from the first moment I met you all on Zoom and have still haven't gotten a chance to meet you in person um that's okay Michelle we have a trip to LA planned
0: soon right yeah we I call
2: that I call that zoom and zoom to human I love that (laughs) um and when
1: we but I feel this sense of just such deep gratitude and welcoming and I think that this is you know the more we talk about this topic and things like that that's the that's the way things grow yeah yeah
3: so we got Uh, some really good bubble quotes do you want to hear them
1: yes please yes
3: okay so mine took i'm going to read this one twice because mine took a lot for me to get but once i got it it was really it really meant a lot to me it is love which gives meaning and value to all the happenings in the world of duality but While love gives meaning to the world of duality, it is at the same time a standing challenge to duality. As love gathers strength, it generates creative restlessness and becomes the main driving power of of the spiritual dynamic which ultimately succeeds in restoring to consciousness the original unity of being i'm going to do it one more time is that okay yes it is the love which gives meaning and value to all the happenings in the world of duality but while love gives meaning to the world of duality it is the same time at the same time a standing challenge to duality as love gathers strength it generates creative restlessness and becomes the main driving power of that spiritual dynamic, which ultimately succeeds in restoring to consciousness the original unity of being. So what I feel from this is it goes from duality, sorrow, you know, it could be sorrow and joy. And if you didn't have the sorrow, how would you know what the joy was? And if you only had the joy, you wouldn't, get what the sorrow was and so by getting it both ways and coming to it with love you end up being a more conscious and balanced human
2: Mm. that's how i see it and the quote that i was given the mind is pleased when a good thing is given to it but it soon returns to its original state the same mind revolts when some bitter medicine like castor oil is forced upon it. But again, after a short while, it reverts to its normal state. This proves that both the pleasures and pains of this world are short-lived. Mm.
3: And Miss for both.
2: Mm. <laughs> the big man. And it's similar because we both got duality kind of themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I love that.
0: Well, thank you for sharing, and thank you for sharing your story and having this conversation with us because we just value guys, you guys so Mm -hmm. so much. But before we go and close it up, Michelle has a question that she asks all of our guests. Uh I know, and
1: I've forgotten it recently. So this, I know our last guest
0: got got gypped. so we'll have Um, to.
1: (laughs) you guys are gonna get it. Um, So that I love to ask um, and you can take a moment to think about it but I also would just you know as you do let Baba guide it and um, so my question for you is what is your message of hope for anybody listening it doesn't have to be about this topic it can be about anything but what is your message of hope
2: Ooh, the two of you mm-hmm. yep. Aww. seriously two two strong strong beautiful women on the inside and the outside who go through the world learning about their identity through their own eyes not through the eyes of other people and carrying the message of love that that is incredibly hopeful wow and everything you hand down to
3: the kids at the youth sahavis and everything that you give to the elders, that is such a gift because there's so much we don't get. You know, I say to Diane, if God the for- if Baba for- forbid that she leaves before I do the planet and goes to him, I'd have to have an IT person come live with me and, and, and <laughs> a tax attorney come live with me and, <laughs> and a chef now because, you know, I don't. These are the things that, that you know, I may rough, you know, soften the edges, but Diane helps in a physical way for me. That's unbelievable. And we want you all to have, figure out the balance and bring that hope forward to the next generations. Thank you so much. I
1: just I like. You got me. I was not expecting that as the answer. Michelle, Thank are you, you verklempt? I'm a little verklempt.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that accent came really deep out of me. I don't really know if that was the past life.
2: Uh, well, as Jeff uh, says, we're like going to be hanging out for the next 700 years together. I know. We might I as well like make friends. <laughs> yep. Wow.
1: I'm so grateful. Um And we usually also close it out with a beloved God prayer. Right. Um, And so who would like to say it?
2: Okay. Beloved God, help us all to love you more and more and more and more and still yet more until we become worthy of union with you. And may we hold fast to Baba's Dhamma until the very end. Avatar, may her Baba Ki-Jay. Avatar, may her Baba, baba Ki-Jay. Ki Avatar, 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 may her, may her Baba Ki-Jay. Ki ki yeah, ki 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 jay. Jay. <laughs> Beautiful. Ow!